0: While you're joined, to the- please stand by. Good day, everyone, and welcome to the BPPM Upgrade and Migration Best Practices Webinar. Today's conference is being recorded, and at this time, I'd like to turn the conference over to Mr. Cedric Rawls. Please go ahead, sir.
1: All right, thank you. Uh, welcome, everyone, uh, to our next webinar in our webinar series for BPPM 9.5 titled uh, Upgrade and Migration. Uh, We hope that everyone has enjoyed the first webinar session as we got a lot of good Q&A. For those who haven't um, been able to to go back and and look at the material or want to get the material, the uh, the links, uh, as you'll see at the end of this presentation, will also direct you to the location on the BMC community site. As a reminder, uh, we do have several panelists to work with Hudson Meeks who will be uh, delivering the content today. And if you have questions, we ask that you place them in the Q&A window and we will respond to those. Uh, Any that are not placed in that window uh, generally will not be responded to. Uh, At this time, Hudson, I will turn it over to you.
0: Okay, thank you very much, Cedric. Um, Wherever you are in the world, whatever time it is for you, we very much appreciate you attending the webinar. And if you're reviewing the webinar after it's been recorded, uh, we, we appreciate that as well. There's a lot of content in these webinar sessions that we hope is very beneficial to you, and um, uh, it's you know very much appreciate you attending them and, and watching the webinars. Um, so today's session, as already stated, is regarding upgrade and migration best practices for BBPM 9.5. Um, this particular webinar session is focused on what we would consider to be first-level training. And it's not just uh, basic upgrade migration information. You should really consider this to be more or less an introduction to upgrade and migration. And the reason I'm saying this is because there's a lot of different configurations out there in the world with the different um, components of the BPM solution stack. Um, And so each individual environment may have uh, differences and so forth, and each individual environment really needs to be looked at independently now this session we're going through today is going to go over topics and information that applies to almost all environments so it's not like you know you're going to have to to have a a very special session for each individual environment but we do very strongly recommend that you leverage our Amigo program which we presented in the previous two sessions for BBPM 9.5 and we'll talk more about that later as well these best practice sessions are more focused on what we call best practice versus detailed how-to. So we'll talk about certain things that we, we recommend you do, but we don't necessarily provide all of the detailed steps on how to, to go about implementing the recommendations. Uh, we have some documentation that we're providing that goes into more detail and so forth along with the best practice session, similar to what we did with the architecture and scalability best practice session. Um, And then, of course, there's the product documentation as well that that contains a tremendous amount of detail and so forth. So these sessions are more of a high-level discussion on what is best practice, what should you do, but not necessarily how you should go about doing it. Um, We're covering core BPPM components and a few of the integrations. We can't possibly address every single scenario, especially when we're thinking about an upgrade and a migration. And considering all the different types of configurations and, and com, uh, components that are included and may not be and that may not be included in various environments out there. Um, so this is a, more of a general overview and um, and covers the major use cases and so forth. Prior knowledge of BBPM components and terminology is certainly very valuable. Um, it's especially very valuable if you have already reviewed and/or attended the previous architecture and scalability best practice information that we've already provided. And, in fact, if you haven't done that, we strongly recommend that you go back and do that. Um, that doesn't mean you need to stop watching this webinar if you haven't viewed that material already. You certainly can, can continue to watch this webinar and so forth and get a lot of detail and information out of it. Um, but if you haven't reviewed the, the scalability and best practice content for architecture for BVPM 9.5, you you definitely should go back and do that before you start making plans regarding your upgrade and or migration strategy, okay? So our agenda today is to go over a quick review of the architecture for BBPM 9.5. We will not be going into a lot of detail there. We're just going to hit on some major um, aspects of that that have an impact on upgrade and migration. Um, We'll talk about interoperability, go into quite a bit of detail there regarding what components are can interoperate with other components including version numbers and so forth. It's very important to understand that before you even start approaching an upgrade or a migration. We're going to talk about what we mean by upgrade versus migration. You know, What do those terms mean in the context of BPPM 9.5 and these best practices? Then we'll go into details regarding a migration strategy and then further details on Upgrade methodologies, and there's basically two methods that we'll talk about here. Um, We'll talk about some some specifics around version-specific scenarios, some fairly high-level information there because a lot of what we're going to talk about applies to all the versions. Uh, There's also some central monitoring administration considerations that need to be thought about, and then we'll wrap up with some general recommendations that's just kind of a list of different things that you should be aware of and some do's and don'ts. Okay, so the basic architecture of of 9.5 at a very high level has not changed much, and again, that's at a very high level, has not changed much uh, from previous versions. We still have the BBPM server sitting here at the top. Um, We've got our integration service nodes, and we've got patrol agents feeding those integration service nodes data and events, um, as well as potentially third-party data coming in through integration service nodes as well. One of the things that we've added with BBPM 9.5 is the idea of implementing what we've called a correlation cell. I'm not going to talk about what that is here. That's fully discussed in the previous best practices for architecture and scalability, and it doesn't really impact upgrade or migration. The only way it would impact that is if you've got a, some cells in your environment that you're using for correlation purposes and you want to migrate them to Um, a a centralized cell to support correlation and migration. Um, And that that can be done through copying the knowledge base um, and or just the knowledge base components appropriately or you could leverage our event management cell migration utility to do that as well. Now, the the key things to note about the architecture that do have somewhat of an impact on upgraded migration is what we've done with the integration service nodes. Okay, so with 9.5, the 9.5 patrol agents report their events and data to a single process that runs on the integration service node. We still have event management cells on the integration service nodes to do pre-processing of events before they're propagated upstream to BBPM servers. Okay. So that part of the architecture is still the same, but what's different is, is the integration service process itself has changed significantly. And we'll talk a little bit more about that on the slides coming up regarding what that, you know, means from an an upgrade and a migration perspective. Um, So moving on with the the integration services, uh, the the older integration services had an event cell on them, the host, that is, had an event cell on them as well as the integration service process, and the performance data was, was managed and propagated through the integration service process up to the BBPM server, Okay. Um, so the, the inner workings of the integration service process on 9.0 prior to 9.5 was uh, it's fairly complicated. Uh, basically, it would receive data from the patrol um, data collection, and then there was a separate process that would collect that data and send it up to the BBPM server. So there's really a couple of different processes running there that were handling that data. When you move to a BBPM 9.5 environment, The integration service process is a single process now. So the old P proxy process basically doesn't exist anymore. And what really happens under the covers is trended data, meaning performance data, is propagated from the patrol agents straight up to the BPM server through the integration service process where the integration service process is really not doing much more than acting as a proxy. Okay. It can also consume events and forward those events over to an event management cell for that pre-processing of events that I mentioned earlier, okay? So significant difference here between these two um, technologies from an integration service perspective that you should definitely be aware of, and there's some implications um, regarding that when we're talking about compatibility and so forth with um, upgrades and migrations, which we will, we will um, hit on here in a few slides, Okay. Um, thinking about central management and administration, the the central BPM server or top tier BPM server would have CMA installed on it, and the, um, that CMA instance is able to populate policies down to the patrol agents running on um, run, or, or that are connected through the, the various integration service nodes. Okay. And so, one of the major changes with CMA is that the the policies actually get propagated to, through through the um, child BBPM servers and then on through the integration service processes to the B, to, to the patrol agents in the BBPM environment. Okay, in the, in previous uh, in the previous version 9.0, that is. This propagation actually went directly to the integration service nodes instead of through the BBPM server. So that that propagation process for policies has changed, and you need to be aware of that. And we'll be talking about interoperability and capabilities between the, the old and the new environment with CMA as well on some slides coming up. Okay. Um, another thing to be aware of is that we're providing this export-import capability, which should be GA very soon here Um, that allows you to export policy information from a BPPM server that has CMA installed in it to a different BPPM server with CMA installed. So for example, you can support the process of creating policies in development, exporting them and then importing them to a test environment. And then once they're tested and verified and validated, you could do the same thing by propagating them or, excuse me, exporting them out of the test server and importing them into the production uh, BBPM server or servers as needed. Okay, and there are some implications around all this with um, CMA version compatibility and whatnot and patrol agent compatibility that we'll talk about in some slides coming up. Okay, so before we get into migration and um, upgrade, tactics and strategies and so forth, it's very important that you understand what the interoperability capabilities are for the different BPPM components, okay? So one of the first things to think about is with a BPPM server, you can actually simultaneously support multiple versions of integration service nodes, okay? So the integration services with 9.5 are quite obviously supported with a 9.5 server, But so is a 9.0 integration service, assuming the appropriate service packs have been applied, okay, and an 8.6. When you do an upgrade, meaning you you run the BPPM server installer on an existing BPPM server to upgrade that server, that upgrade process will readily support these older integration service nodes that are in the environment, okay? So, Um, You can upgrade the BPM server without having to immediately also upgrade all the integration services. And then after you've done the BPM server upgrade, you can come back and upgrade the integration service uh, processes and so forth as as needed. And and actually, I just made a a, a false statement. You don't actually upgrade the integration service processes. You actually install a new integration service process, being a 9.5 version, that is, and then point or configure the patrol agents to talk to that integration service process at the appropriate time. And we'll talk a lot more about that in some future slides here. A new install can also be configured to support the older integration service processes. Okay, so you don't have to do an upgrade to get the new in, to get a, a BPM 9.5 server to support the older integration service processes. There are some specific use cases for that. We're not going to spend a lot of time on that. I'm just going to point this out again later in some slides at the appropriate point. Um, The document that I've referred to actually explains in detail how to facilitate this capability. I'm not going to spend time on on those details in these slides today, okay? I just want you to be aware that that capability exists. Events from previous versions can be propagated between versions meaning I can propagate events from a 9.5 BPPM server to a 9.0 BBPM server, and that may be very important in a migration strategy. Um, and you can also do the reverse as well. Okay, a couple more points regarding BPPM server interoperability. Integration with CMA and BBPM 9.5 with older BPPM server versions of CMA and, and older BPPM servers should be avoided. Okay. And again, we'll talk more about CMA here in a bit, so if you've got a lot of questions on that, you might want to kind of hold off until we get to those slides. Integration across service models in bpm 9.5 with older BPM server versions should also be avoided. Okay. Um, doesn't mean that you can't do that, but it's something that you should avoid, and we think it's a best practice not to, to attempt to do that. At least not don't attempt to do that in any kind of long-term fashion. Obviously, as you upgrade BPPM servers, you can't necessarily upgrade them all instantaneously at the same time. Okay, so what about interoperability with Remedy, ITSM, and the service desk and so forth? ITS versions that are compatible with BPPM 9.5 include version 7.604 with service pack 4 installed and with the intelligent ticketing patch applied. That's because the intelligent ticketing capabilities, that patch, from a BBPM server perspective, have been rolled into the BBPM 9.5 server. Um, It's also readily supported with 8.1 of ITSM, so BBPM 9.5 can easily work with 8.1 of ITSM without having to apply any patches at all. Okay. That's probably the easiest scenario to support in this from an upgrade perspective. Versions prior to these are not supported, including ITSM 8.0, okay? So you might think, oh, 8.1 is supported and 7.604 is supported with SP4 and the Intelligent Ticketing Patch. You know, there's an interim release of ITSM, which was 8.0 that one's actually not supported and we believe that we have very few if any at all customers running on 8.0 if you're on 8.0 you really should upgrade to 8.1 okay so we we did not actually go through and test support for that because we don't think there's going to be any demand for that okay the intelligent ticketing patch again it's included in all the capabilities with the intelligent ticketing patch is included in BPPM 9.5 and it's also included in ITSM 8.1 with Service Pack 1 applied. Okay, so those those two guys are readily compatible um, with the Intelligent Ticketing 2.0 patch capabilities, so that you do not have to apply the patch. That's the whole point of this bullet. You don't have to apply the patch if you're working with those two versions. Okay, now all versions of ITSM prior to 8.1 SP1 will require the patch, including the 7604 SP4 version. Okay, so if you haven't applied the Intelligent Ticketing Patch and you're running this version of ITSM and you want to install BPM 9.5 and integrate them together, you need to apply apply the Intelligent Ticketing Patch to um, your ITSM stack first. Okay, um, it is supported on ITSM 7.6. Uh, 7604 SP4 and um, 8.1 prior versions are not supported including that guy so it's kind of a repeat there now this is bound to raise some questions Uh, so for example I've got an older release of ITSM maybe I don't even have SP4 installed and I'm not ready to to apply SP4 what can I do okay maybe I'm using I've got an older version of BPPM that is integrated with ITSM also being an older version and I can't just upgrade both bbpm and ITSM all at the same time So how do I handle that Um, one methodology is to forward events to the older bbpm server so you could keep the older bbpm server intact as you upgrade 9.5 and forward events over to the older bbpm server and just let it handle the integration with with um, intelligent ticketing and all of that, okay? Another option would be to implement or take advantage of an already implemented standalone event management cell that is leveraging IBRSD, okay, Um, and so forth. IBRSD being the um, impact or or the integration uh, for the BMC Remedy Service Desk between BBPM and, and ITSM there, okay? So you, you could stand up a, a separate cell for the policies regarding that and IBRSD and so forth to facilitate that integration. And that cell would be uh, basically like an older implementation that supports the older ITSM integration, okay? Um, another thing to note is that pre-ITSM 7604 SP4 versions will support the event-to-ticket integration, Okay. So a lot of what I've already talked about here is really focused on what we call intelligent ticketing, intelligent ticketing being the ability to leverage a service model to generate what we call intelligent tickets, such that the, the ticket contains business-relevant information as well as technology information, meaning the technology that, that's generating the event that's impacting the business. Okay? If you're just cutting tickets from events, and you're not using service models, then the pre-versions of ITSM 7604 um, SP4 will support that capability with BPPM 9.5. Okay, what about integration services? There's quite a few things to think about regarding the integration services and the upgrade to 9.5 and or migration to 9.5. 9.5 integration service nodes cannot host older um, patrol patrol adapters. So the whole concept of an adapter, as we described in the previous webinar session, doesn't even exist with 9.5 integration service nodes. There's no concept of of creating an adapter. All that configuration that the adapters did now lives at the patrol agents with 9.5 agents and 9.5 integration service nodes. The integration service hosts can host multiple IS instances and versions. So you could, assuming you have the appropriate resources from a hardware, you know, CPU, memory, and so forth perspective, disk as well. If if you've got those resources available on an existing integration service node that has either 9.5 processes running on, or excuse me, 9.0 processes running on it, or 8.6 processes running on it you could actually install the 9.5 integration service process on that same host, okay. So we could support multiple versions on a single host there and multiple instances of any one version as well. Due to the architectural improvements that we've implemented in 9.5, the BBPM 9.5 integration service can only communicate with patrol agent versions 9.500 or higher, okay? Older versions of agents will be automatically denied access, and you'll also get an event. If if such an agent tries to connect to the integration service process, it'll generate an event, and you'll see that event in the event management console, okay? Meaning the the event management portion of the BPM console. The integration service nodes older than 9.00SP1 and 8.602SP3 cannot interoperate with BBPM 9.5. Now, if you look at our documentation, you'll see some wording that says we support 9.0 and 8.6. Okay, we recommend, strongly recommend, that you upgrade to these two, as a minimum, that you upgrade to these two service pack levels. Now, you certainly can upgrade to a higher service pack level, SP2 for 9.0 is out, and I believe SP4 is also out for 8.602, okay? Um, point there is, is we just recommend that you, that you have your 9.0 and or 8.6 environment upgraded to the latest service packs before you attempt to do an upgrade and or integrate the integration service nodes with um, an 8.0, uh, excuse me, a 9.5 environment, meaning a 9.5 BBPM server. Okay. Certain scenarios may require a pre-9.5 integration service mode. Some examples are if you're monitoring AS400, monitoring OpenVMS, basically CAMs and agents that are not supported by the, by the 9.5 patrol agent. Okay? An example, we, we have a customer that's, that's actually doing this. They've got an older application that has not been upgraded yet. It's running on a Windows 2000 node. Um, and, and they, they're not prepared to just upgrade that immediately, so they have to use an older patrol agent and KM to manage that environment. Um, we can facilitate that by standing up a, a 9.0, or we prefer a 9.0 integration service node, and, and thereby allow that older patrol agent to communicate um, to the BBPM 9.5 server through the older 9.0 integration service node so that's how you would facilitate that kind of a scenario there. Um, Now, what about event management and interoperability there? Events from previous versions of the event management cells are all supported in the BBPM 9.5 infrastructure, okay? Now, this may require configuration to support things like customizations. So if you have created some custom rules and all that kind of stuff, you're going to need to – concern yourself with migrating those rules to the new environment. Um, if you've done things like added slots um, to, to the um, out-of-the-box um, event classes and so forth, then obviously you need to add those slots to the, to the event classes in the BPPM 9.5 environment as well. Okay? Um, so in, in order to support any kind of specific event content processing and whatnot that you may have done in your older environment, you'll need to, to think about carrying that configuration forward in the 9.5 world as well. Okay, a BBPM 9.5 server can propagate events to older BBPM servers. I've already hit on that point, and the reverse of that is also true. Patrol Agent version 9.0x, whatever it may be, can propagate events to the BBPM 9.5 event management cells, All right? So as you, remember, as you may remember, in a, with a 9.0 um, patrol agent, it's able to, to propagate events up directly to a 9.0 event management cell. It can also send events to a 9.5 event management cell. We wouldn't want you to do that long term, but that could be an interim strategy during an upgrade and or migration process. Also, you, you know, we're, we're supporting upgrades of 8.6 environments, okay, um, and, and, e- and even migration from older environments, and we'll talk about interim upgrades as well here in a minute. Um, so obviously there's some environments still out there that are leveraging BII for Patrol 3 and or BI for, for Patrol 7. Those integrations are the older event propagation capabilities, where the BII for P3 or 7 is basically interrogating patrol agents and uh, polling for events and then processing those events and sending them to a a BBPM server or somewhere else in the environment. Um, Those processes are still supported with a 9.5 agent. So we've tested that. And again, we would recommend that you not implement this long term. But this does allow you to, to do something like upgrade agents and not break your current event processing workflow and event processing um, configurations and so forth. And, and it gives you the, the, the ability to, um, you know, configure those over time and so forth. So be aware that that capability exists and that we've tested that. Now, what about patrol agents? Okay, for all new functionality in BBPM 9.5, meaning if you want to take advantage of all the new functionality the patrol agent version needs to be 9.5 or higher Okay, it must be used older agents are supported through older integration service nodes so again a pre-9.5 patrol agent cannot communicate with a 9.5 integration service process it can send events to the 9.5 event management cell, but it cannot communicate with the integration service process and it will be denied connectivity and an event will be generated, as I mentioned earlier. Okay. The 9.5 patrol agent cannot be installed on the same managed node with older versions of the patrol agent. So be aware of that limitation. A 9.5 patrol agent cannot be connected to an um, Excuse me. A 9.5 patrol agent can be connected to a minimum of a 9.0 SP1 or or 8.602 SP3 integration service. So basically, what we're saying here is that the new 9.5 agent can be uh, used and communicate through an older integration service process to manage the propagation of performance data. Okay, to up, to the, up to the BBPM server. Um, and that would be up to the 9.5 BBPM server or an older BBPM server. This is somewhat of a special use case. In order to implement this, you have to take advantage of the polling capability that was provided with the older P3 adapter profile configurations. Okay, streaming under this scenario is not allowed. Use this capability only in a 9.0 or an 8.6 BPPM server environment. We would not recommend that you leverage it in a 9.5 environment, meaning the 9.5 BPPM server is is, uh, consuming this data. That just would not make sense, although you could technically do it. And we'll talk about a use case around why you would do this here in a a few slides coming up. Um, Although this is possible, it should generally be avoided. There's only one specific reason to do this, and I'll explain that in the upcoming slides, okay? So I want you to be aware that this capability exists. We generally recommend you don't avoid it, but there is one specific use case where, it, where you may use it. Okay, um, a, a 9.5 patrol agent will be denied connection to older integration service versions if streaming with the SA adapter configuration is attempted. And the SA adapter is the older adapter. Um, uh, It's it's the other adapter configuration where the patrol agent sends its data up rather than the the adapter and integration service process polling for the data as is done with the P3 adapter and its profiles, okay? Okay. A pre-9.5 patrol agent cannot send data or events directly to the 9.5 integration service process. Okay. I think I've already mentioned that. I just want to hit that again here. Okay, so let, let's talk about migration versus upgrade. Okay. What do we mean by upgrade? It may seem like a simple point. Um, but we need to really define what this what this means. We need to define what migration means in this context as well. Upgrade involves running the BPM 9.5 installer on existing BPPM servers. And when you do that, the installer is going to, you know, discover that there's a BPPM server already installed there and give you an option to upgrade that server. After you've done that, you would go about installing and configuring the new 9.5 integration service processes. Now note that if you first install the BBPM server as an upgrade to an older server, okay, everything else is going to continue running as it did in the past, meaning your older integration service processes and so forth are all going to function just like they did in the past. You just now have a new BPM 9.5 server. So your next major step would be to install and configure the new um, integration service processes And then configure the patrol agents uh, from a uh, policy monitoring perspective and whatnot um, and and apply those policies and thereby have the patrol agents, as they're upgraded, then integrate with the new integration service processes as part of that upgrade process per agent. So that's what we mean by an upgrade. And note here that we don't actually upgrade the integration service processes. We're installing a new integration service process and then pointing the agents to that new integration service process as we upgrade the agents. The upgrade of the agents can just be an over-the-top install like it's always been with patrol agents and KMs. Okay? Now, what do we mean by a migration? First, it does not mean exporting data and importing data. So we're not exporting data from a BVPM server and importing it into a new BVPM server. That really wouldn't make sense because we've got the upgrade capability here and they would really have kind of the same end result. So we didn't provide that capability. So what what does migration actually mean? It involves installing and configuring new 9.5 servers, brand new, no configuration in them at all, and then you go about configuring them as necessary. And then you install and configure the new BBPM integration service nodes just like you would do with an upgrade. And you also go through the same process with the patrol agents to upgrade them to 9.5 and point them to the new integration service processes. Now, I I mentioned here that we're installing new and that you're redoing your configuration. That's generally true. But some configuration can be moved over, and that's specifically in the area of event management. So you've got the ability to leverage the migration utility and/or just copy the appropriate um, configurations, custom configurations that you've created in your environment, in the in the event management knowledge base or knowledge bases, over to the appropriate cells in the new environment. And that obviously would be done after some testing and so forth. Okay, so that that's that is overall what we mean by migration okay so that's that's what we mean by migration and upgrade what are the pros and cons of doing migrations and versus doing upgrades the pros of a migration strategy is any potentially incorrect or un- otherwise undesired configuration will not be carried forward okay so th- this is nice in the sense that Maybe you've got a BPPM 9.0 or 8.6 environment or maybe even an 8.5 environment that you, you really feel like you need to completely rework. You don't like the way it's configured. Maybe you've created some adapters that did things like allow um, parameters to be created and trended up in the BBPM server for Windows services up-down monitoring, which, which is against our best practices. If you've got a lot of that kind of configuration in your current BBPM server, it it really wouldn't make sense to do an upgrade because why would you want to upgrade configuration that that you really don't think is best practice, okay? this gives you a chance, as any new install would, to kind of revamp your environment. Um, Also, a migration eliminates any concern regarding historical or ongoing issues with data gaps. Okay, so as many of you know, there have been issues with data gaps in 9.0 and 9 and 8.6 and even 8.5 as well. Um, when you do an upgrade, you're, uh, excuse me, when you do a, a migration, you're, you're just starting new basically so you don't have any historical data that may have data gaps in it and so forth It also eliminates any user confusion. That is related to functionality and data differences that appear in the same UI. So, what in the heck does Hudson mean by that? Well, if you think about the new capabilities that we presented in the What's New webinar session um, in 9.5, there are things like annotated data that appear and are available on trended metrics in the BBPM server where the annotated data actually came from the patrol agents. That's brand new in 9.5. That's not going to exist for parameters that um, are, are coming in through the old 9.0 or 8.6 integration service nodes, and it's not going to appear for historical data as well. And there's other functionality there also, um, which I'm not gonna go into the whole list of here in, in the interest of time, we've already gone over those in the what's new uh, presentation and so forth. But basically all of the, the, the um, management and monitoring capabilities regarding patrol data that are new to 9.5 will not actually exist against any parameters they're coming in from older agents and integration service nodes and that can create confusion for users so if you're looking at um, something like uh, CPU utilization or disk drive or, or any other particular parameter that may have an annotated data point on it and you see the annotated data point for the data coming in from a 9.5 agent, and then you go to another um, node within the BPM server that has got an 8.6 related or a 9.0 related patrol agent on it, okay, you're not going to see that annotated data available for that particular parameter, even though it's the same parameter that you see for another instance somewhere else in in the uh, console. So that, that kind of difference can create confusion for users. Um, and that's something you just need to be aware of and if you are going to do an upgrade instead of a migration you're going to experience those differences and the users need to be trained on those differences and to be aware that they're going those differences are going to exist until the upgrade is complete and an upgrade and a migration is going to take you time you can't just upgrade you know two thousand or five thousand or ten thousand agents all in, in one giant step you've got to do that in blocks Okay. Um, another thing to think about with a migration strategy is that you can avoid intermittent upgrades. As you'll see when we, when we get into another slide coming up here, uh, if you've got an 8.5 environment, you've got to actually upgrade it to either 8.6 or 9.0 before you can upgrade that to 9.5. Okay. Um, another thing to think about here is a migration helps eliminate downtime. You can literally avoid any downtime. Because you're already monitoring, when you're doing a, a, a migration, you're already monitoring in the old environment. And basically what you're doing is installing the uh, 9.5 infrastructure and then, then upgrading the agents and pointing them to the new infrastructure over time. And by doing that, you're, you're not incurring any downtime associated with actually running the upgrade process. So what are the cons of a migration uh, strategy? Parallel environments are necessary until the migration is complete. So you've got to maintain two different environments. Historical data is not maintained in the new system. However, it is available in the old system, right? Configuration settings have to be recreated, including server uh, user preferences within the server, such as graphs, views, and whatnot. So you'll have to think about recreating those, those settings if you do a migration. Older integration services are not supported without custom configuration after installation, so be aware of that. And you must have the additional hardware and resources required for the, the new BPPM 9.5 servers. Obviously, you wouldn't want to install a BPPM 9.5 server um, instance, and you can't even do this, on the same box that, uh, that you've got an older instance running on. So you've got to have dedicated hardware for each BPM server, and that means with 9.5 and a migration strategy, you've got to have those additional servers available or make them available. So, what are the pros and cons of an upgrade? Well, the pros to start off with, you do not have to run parallel environments, obviously, when you're doing an upgrade because you're just upgrading the the BPPM server. Now, that's not necessarily true. In fact, it is not true with the integration service processes. Again. There's no upgrade for an integration service process. You're basically installing a new integration service process with BPPM 9.5. You do not have to reconfigure all settings because they're basically carried forward for you in the BPPM server. Some settings such as HEAP will have to be reset. There's other settings that have to be set as well, and those are discussed in the uh, architecture and scalability best practices as well as the product documentation so you know I don't want to just gloss over that point there are certain configuration settings that you will have to think about there that are different from 9.5 versus 9.0 and 8.6 and so forth policies may need to be recreated edited or created for the first time in fact you will have to, to go through and really think about your policies and so forth when we do an upgrade we do upgrade the 9.5 excuse me the 9.0 policies to, the, to 9.5 but as you may already know there's a lot more capability with 9.5 from a monitoring policy perspective and you'll need to go, go through it and, and rethink how you're doing your policies and so forth which will be a significant amount of work but at least you're not just you know immediately having to recreate everything from scratch older integration service nodes adapters and older patrol agents will continue to function as they did in the past. So as soon as you've done your upgrade, the environment is basically running as it did in the past. Historical data is maintained in the new system. So if you want to keep historical data trended along with the new data that's coming in, um, all in one system, then obviously that's supported with an upgrade. Additional hardware and resources is generally not required for the BBPM 9.5 uh, 9.5 servers to support an upgrade. I say generally not required for two reasons. One is scalability has changed. It's actually improved significantly. Um, so you really don't have to have additional hardware and resources for this. However, there is one caveat here. You need to think about disk drive space. Uh, you know, When we do an upgrade, we write a lot of temporary files and do some things like that under the covers while the upgrade process is running. You need to make certain that you have enough disk space available to to run the upgrade. We actually rename some directories and do some different things. Um, And obviously, you've got to be able to land the installer itself and all that kind of stuff as well. So you need to make certain that you have plenty of drive space available to run an upgrade. What are the cons of an upgrade strategy? Any undesired configuration is going to get carried forward. And that's okay if you plan on cleaning up later in the 9.5 environment, just be aware of that. You may experience ongoing issues with data gaps and whatnot until the patrol agents are all upgraded. If you are starting with BPM 8.5, you must first upgrade to either BPM 9.0 SP1 or 8.6 SP3 prior to upgrading to 9.5. These are minimum versions. I should have updated this slide to indicate that these are minimum versions. Um, you, you could also upgrade to sp2 of 9.0 for example. okay so this is not to imply that only these service pack versions are supported with an upgrade. Um, it's just indicating that these are the minimum recommended S, uh, service pack versions. You must ensure the appropriate Service pack has been applied to the current BPPM servers prior to the upgrade, okay? And in general terms, the appropriate service packs would be the latest service packs. There will be downtime during the upgrades, okay? Um, You're going to have at least an hour just to run the installer, and we'll have some benchmark numbers available for you later on how long it takes to to actually do an upgrade uh, for an environment of a certain size but you're going to have at least an hour of downtime for the upgrade process to run. And I would would actually expect more than that for most environments, especially larger environments. Users will experience differences in functionality and content in the same UI. So I I mentioned that as a a pro for the migration strategy. Okay, so now let's, let's talk about migration and what are the best practices around doing migration. And I just want to hit on what is a migration, again, to drive the point home. It is, again, it is not migrating data. It involves installing and configuring new BBPM 9.5 servers. Then you install and configure the new BBPM 9.5 integration service nodes and follow that by configuring patrol agents um, to connect to the, the uh, 9.5 integration service nodes as the, the agents are upgraded. And obviously there's some ramifications to this. You've got some pre-work to do regarding uh, configuration of policies and, and testing of all those policies and so forth before you actually run through the whole process of, of configuring the patrol agents. And I've got a workflow diagram coming up that, that illustrates some of these steps in detail. There are also some prerequisite migration tasks that we very strongly recommend you follow. Um, we would recommend you conduct a health check of the environment before you ever start doing a migration. It goes back to the old strategy and um, statement, if you fail to plan, then you've created a plan for failure. Okay? So you really need to start off by understanding your environment very well first, conduct a health check, leverage the amigo program that we've talked about in the previous webinar sessions, verify scalability requirements, and, and definitely architect the design for the new environment. In other words, plan what the new environment is going to look like. Um, don't just, you know, think about, oh, I'm just going to migrate. You know, plan, plan on where you're going. Think about where you are and then plan where you're going to go. And plan to take advantage of some of the scalability improvements and, and, of course, the architectural improvements and so forth. If you're installing the 9.5 integration service nodes on existing integration service hosts, you need to ensure there are enough resources available, okay? Um, so don't, don't think that you can just take an existing integration service node that's maxed out and install the integration service process for 9.5 on it because that process is just going to take up a little bit of disk space and you're going to be moving um, agents off of the old one onto the new one on that same host. You're still going to need some additional CPU and memory and so forth to support that new 9.5 integration service instance on the old integration service host. Okay, so what does a migration workflow look like? I hope you can read these, uh, the text in these slides. If not, I recommend that you just um, decrease the resolution on your browser. So basically, the the start, we start off with a complete, completing a health check and determine what the architecture should be as I've already described. Then install the top tier BBPM server with CMA. Okay, install it first. The top tier may be a single BPVM server, meaning the environment's only going to require a single BPPM server. But if you're going to have child servers in the environment as well, then you would install the child BPPM servers next. Um, If there's no child servers, then you just go on to installing the BPPM 9.5 integration service nodes, okay, and then configure all of those integration service nodes, the 9.5 integration service nodes, that is, configure them. All of them in the appropriate BVPM server or servers. Okay? Then, if you plan to leverage our clustering capability that's new with 9.5, you would go about configuring your clusters. And I just want to reiterate something here again. I, I recommend not um, configuring clusters as part of the configuration step for the integration service nodes, although you can do that. I recommend that you don't follow that process. Instead, just configure the integration service nodes so that they're connected into the BBPM server and you see them in CMA, in the appropriate CMA instances if you've got multiple environments. And then after you've done that for all the integration services, go back and create whatever clusters you want to create. Then you would configure remote event management cells in the environment. These would be the, remote, the new remote 9.5 event management cells. Configure event processing in the BVPM servers, okay? And keep in mind as I'm going through these, these are pretty high-level major steps. So configuring event processing in the BVPM servers may also include migrating some knowledge base uh, configuration data associated with event processing into the appropriate event processing cells, and that may include the cell on the BVPM server, Okay. Configure your monitoring policies in CMA in BPPM 9.5 would be the next step. Configure forwarding of events from the new BPPM 9.5 server to the old BPPM server. The reason for doing this is when you're doing a migration, you don't ever want to break your event processing workflow. That's the most critical workflow for the entire stack. For, for everything that the solution does, we generate events, and we cut tickets, and do those kinds of things off of the events. Um, so you, do, you don't want to interrupt or break that process. And one way of handling that with the migration strategy is is when you stand up the new BBPM server, you want it such that you want it to be prepared, such that when you start doing any kind of trending and monitoring through that BBPM server it may generate predictive alarms you want those predictive alarms to be propagated over to the old BPPM server that is still integrated with with ITSM and other event flow uh, processes and so forth and you maintain that integration until the migration is complete knowing that it's going to take you some period of time to upgrade all of your agents during the migration process so you want to pre-stage that and have it ready and available Um, from an event flow perspective before you start actually creating patrol um, and and, file and install packages and and deploying them out to to, to manage nodes and so forth. So your next step would be then to create the packages for the patrol 9.5 agents and KMs, get them tested, make sure that you're happy with them, and then after that, start upgrading the agents. And so as you keep... You want to iteratively go through upgrading agents in blocks or logical groups. And once that process is completed, you can then decommission the integration services that the upgraded agents no longer need. Okay. Um, And so that, that would end this particular branch of the workflow process. But notice there's a second parallel workflow here that started at the time after you have configured monitoring and policies in, in the BPPM 9.5 environment, okay? And this, this workflow process really should be completed. Um, it, it, it can be, I should say, completed in parallel as you're working through the rest of this um, configuration, Okay. And so the second branch workflow that can be done in parallel is to configure and test all integrations from the BBPM 9.5 server, including the event workflows and so forth. Um, examples would be integrations to X matters, um, integrations to Blade Logic, integrations to um, any other types of event management type workflows. Okay, um, that could also include service modeling. Okay. So basically, at this point, you're using the existing 9.5 environment as kind of a pre-prod environment to get all of this configuration done and tested. And once it's done and tested and verified, then you would be able to. Then you then you should go back and enable those integrations completely, so that they're now working with the. the, the, the uh the the external components such as ITSM, X matters and whatnot. And then after you're finished with, with enabling that, which is a relatively straightforward step, is enabling the appropriate policies and whatnot that propagate the events. Okay. Um, at that point you could then decommission the old unused BPPM servers. So we separated these branches because uh for, for one primary reason, just because you've upgraded all of your agents, doesn't mean you can go decommission the old BPPM server that's still integrated with ITSM, XMatters, and, and whatever else you may be integrated with there. Okay? You've got to make sure that all of these other integrations in 9.5 are ready to go before you can decommission the, the BPPM server. However, you could get all your agents upgraded and decommission the, uh, the older integration services in the environment. Okay, so that's a very good overview of the general workflow process for doing the migration and what the major steps are. Um, you know, each, each um, environment out there is probably going to have different idiosyncrasies that have to be looked at and whatnot, and this is why one reason we strongly recommend that you get us involved, get involved with the Amigo program and so forth to help ensure success. Here's some additional migration recommendations. Um, Upgrade if requirements mandate you maintain old monitoring data in the new system. Upgrade if requirements mandate you maintain old configuration data in the new system. Um, Maintain event processing and related workflows so that they are not interrupted. That's very, very critical, as I've already mentioned. So maintain um, that using the strategy that I described through the workflow process of a migration. Propagate events. The main, main um, idea here is that you would propagate events from the new server to the old BBPM server for action. That's the recommended strategy. You actually could do the opposite as well. So if you decided you wanted to get service modeling and X Matter integration and the intelligent ticketing integration, all of that configured in a BBPM 9.5 server first before you upgrade all of your agents and whatnot. Um, and, and you, you want to, you know, get those integrations set up with your new ITSM environment, um, do that first. On the front end of this, you certainly could do that. It's just kind of the reverse of the other strategy. Um, however, our, our recommendation is that you um, start off with the old strategy or, or the other strategy where the, the old integrations um, through the old DVM server are, are in place for some period of time until the end of your Migration period. The reason we recommend that is because as you change the workflow processes for event management and whatnot, that that can be fairly disruptive. And we, we recommend that you you know fully understand what you're doing there first before you make those changes. And fully understanding that requires some time regarding testing and and development and configuration and all of that. Um, And if you want to get started with BPPM 9.5 while you're doing that testing and configuration for those types of integrations, then you certainly can, and that may help reduce the overall time that it takes for you to complete the migration project. Some things not to do. Do not try to export monitoring data from older BPPM server versions and import that data into BPPM 9.5. That just doesn't make sense, we don't even support any strategies like that, so don't, don't, you know, go down that path trying to do that. Do not try to copy BPM Server configuration data from one version to another, okay? Recreate the configuration appropriately. Mainly what we're talking about here is things like heap and all those kinds of settings. Um, and if, and it also, if you're doing a migration, you've made a conscious decision to do that migration and not to carry forward the old configuration so it just doesn't make any sense to try to copy configuration from one version to another when you have consciously made a decision to do the migration now what about upgrades there are two primary methodologies for upgrades you can do a server first upgrade which I've talked quite a bit about already or you could also do an agent first upgrade now, in one of the previous slides, we talked about the ability for um, 9.5 agents to communicate their data through older integration service processes, and that's really what the agent-first upgrade um, strategy um, drives. I mean, that, that, that's what that capability is all about, right? So we'll talk talk in some detail about how that actually works here. There is no upgrade for the integration service nodes. I've probably mentioned that four or five times now. So again. When you install a BBPM 9.5 integration service node, you're installing a brand new one. You're not upgrading an old one, okay? Prerequisite checks for doing any upgrade. doesn't matter which strategy we're talking about here, okay? Conduct a health check just like you would for a migration. Leverage the Amigo program. Look at scalability and definitely plan and architect the design for the new environment. So, again, if you fail to plan, you've created a plan for failure very strongly recommend that you go through these steps here before starting any upgrade. Don't just go spend the CDs or download the installer and start upgrading. Plan first. Additional prerequisites for upgrades um, ensure that all server-related console sessions are closed before upgrading. So these are steps to take before you actually start running the installer to do an upgrade. If you're on a Windows environment Go into the task manager and make sure there are no other users using the console or connected into the console of the BBPM server that you're upgrading. Verify that no user is is, um, using a console in a Unix environment as well. Back and you could do that as, you know, like doing a who or whatever in the Unix or Linux environment. This, This Unix statement doesn't mean to exclude Linux. It's Linux and Unix as well. Back up the BPM server and database before you do the upgrade. It's pretty much a no-brainer. Just don't forget that major important step. You need to be able to recover if you have a catastrophic problem. If you're installing the 9.5 integration service nodes on the existing integration service host, be sure there are enough resources available to support them. Okay. Uh, Also, if you're upgrading on Microsoft Windows, Go in and set all of the, the BBPM related services in the Windows operating system to manual mode uh, so that they're not and, and, and shut them down actually so that they're not running. Okay, so what does the, the workflow for a server first upgrade look like? What does that overall workflow look like? Well, first complete a health check, just as we've already described, determine the architecture and consider scalability and all of that then the, the first thing you would do is upgrade the top-tier BBPM server. Do not upgrade lower-tier BBPM servers or child servers first. Upgrade the top-tier BBPM server first, and especially the one that has CMA installed in it if you're leveraging CMA. Okay? Um, if you have child servers, then go about upgrading the child servers. Then you'd go about installing the BPM 9.5 integration service nodes. So notice, again, this is an install, it's not an upgrade of the old ones. Configure all BBPM integration service nodes just as you would have in a migration strategy. If you plan to do clustering, leveraging our out-of-the-box clustering, then configure the clusters after you've actually configured the integration service nodes in CMA. Then configure remote event management cells as necessary. And, again, this would be the new event management cells um, that you've deployed with the, the um, 9.5 environment. You could leverage the older event management cells if necessary for some time period if you wish. There's no problem with doing that. So the older 9.0 event management cells can propagate their events up to a BPPM 9.5 server, no problem. We just would recommend that it, it, you know, at some point in time you get the entire environment upgraded to all 9.5 components. Configure monitoring policies in BBPM 9.5 would be the next step. Obviously, that's in CMA. Create and start the silent install packages for 9.5, um, including the KMs and so forth. And then after you've got those uh, created and tested and so forth, you'd go about the process of upgrading the agents in your um, old environment to 9.5 agents. And as they're upgraded, they will be con- connecting to the new 9 environment through the new 9.6 integration service nodes because your install packages should contain the configuration that tells them how to connect to the integration service nodes. And then after you've upgraded all of your agents, you can decommission the old and or unused integration service nodes. Now we know that in some environments you may have some 9.0 integration service nodes or even older the older 8.6 integration service nodes that you deliberately do not upgrade Do not upgrade because you have um, older patrol agents that have to be maintained in that environment um, connecting in through them. So, you would not want to, obviously, you would not want to go decommission them if they're still in use. An agent first upgrade workflow is a little bit different and it's actually a lot more complicated. Um, And we'll talk about in a few moments what the pros and cons are of doing an agent first upgrade versus a server-first upgrade and really hit on why you would want to do an agent-first upgrade. It's not a technical reason. It's really a business reason, okay? But before we get to that, what is the workflow process for an agent-first upgrade? Um, Again, complete a health check, determine uh, architecture and scalability, plan that just like you would for any of the other scenarios. Are the existing integration service nodes configured for manual adapters? That's the first thing you need to think about. They have to be configured for manual adapters if you're going to do an agent-first upgrade, and you'll see why here in a moment. So if your integration service nodes, the existing older integration service nodes, are not configured for manual adapters, which was a previous best practice for 9.0 and even 8.6 environments, you'll need to go back and configure them to operate with manual adapters. Um, Also, you'll need to configure the patrol agents so that they do not stream data to the integration services. With 9.0, we, we introduce that capability, um, and you, you, you would definitely not want that streaming to occur as part of an agent-first upgrade, uh, agent upgrade process. So you've got to basically pre-configure the existing environment in order to support upgrading, the, upgrading to 9.5 agents first, and these are the first major steps of doing that. The next step is to configure a PATROL 3 adapter and its related profiles on the integration services. Again, this is the older integration services, so you're you're reconfiguring them if it's not already configured this way. You're reconfiguring them such that the integration services pull the PATROL agents for data rather than the agents streaming their data up to the integration service, and that's done by leveraging the old P3 adapter and its associated profiles. So after you've completed all these steps, you would stop and restart the integration services. Um, that would be the patrol the, the uh, excuse me, that would be the proactive Net agent and the P proxy agent processes that are running on the integration service node. Okay? And so at this point you still haven't deployed a 9.5 agent. You're, you're basically pre-configuring the existing environment so that it can pull the 9.5 agents, and that's being done because the 9.5 agents cannot stream their data to an older integration service node. They can only stream their data to a 9.5 integration service node. Okay. So then your next step, and th- this could actually be done in parallel. This, this next block could be done in parallel with these other steps up here. Um, you create ins- the silent install packages for the 9.5 agents. And then you would upgrade the agents, which is just a matter of deploying those packages and running them so that it does an over-the-top install, silent install, that is, of the agents and KMs. And once those are all completely upgraded, then you can upgrade the top-tier BBPM server. And not until all of your agents are upgraded, you would go to the process of, uh, starting to upgrade the BVPM servers. and you, you basically have made a conscious decision that you're going to get all your your agents upgraded first or some large number of agents upgraded first before you go about um, upgrading the top tier and lower tier BVPM servers. The rest of this from a BVPM servers perspective is exactly the same workflow process as it is with the um, server first upgrade. So if you're going to have child servers You would upgrade the child servers next after having done the top tier server that has CMA in it. Okay, then you would deploy your your, um, integration service nodes for BBPM 9.5. And then you would configure the the BBPM um, integration service nodes within CMA, just like you would with the other scenarios. Configure your clusters if you choose to configure clusters and so forth. And then configure monitoring policies in BVpm 9.5 and disable the P3 adapters, okay? Would be one of your major last steps here. After that's completely done, then you could decommission the old and unused um, integration services. And obviously, you wouldn't be decommissioning any, any uh, BVPM servers because you've upgraded them. Okay, so why would you want to do this? What's the major reason for doing this? What's the only reason for doing this? And what are some caveats and pros and cons? First of all, pros, you can be upgrading agents while you are installing the BPM 9.5 server in a pre-production environment. In other words, you can be learning how 9.5 works, planning your implementation through a lot of testing and all that kind of stuff, and in parallel, at the same time, you could be upgrading your agents to 9.5 also. And so for some, some environments, this may provide a time savings because these activities can actually run in parallel. So you can shorten the, um, the overall project time. This is the only reason for doing this, okay? Um, th- this one pro, these, these points about the pros here, are really the only reason for ever doing an agent-first upgrade. There is no technical reason for doing it. There's no advantage from a technical perspective, and there's actually some disadvantages and some risks that you need to think about here. The cons are you'll have to reconfigure the older integration service nodes and adapters to work with the the, uh, patrol 9.5 agents, meaning you have to set up those P3 adapters in their profiles and so forth. Okay. Now, we've got some steps that we're documenting on how to do this, some more detailed steps that we're documenting on how to do this and a process that will help streamline that for you. Um, and, and we'll be providing that documentation in a fairly short amount of time here. Um, so, you know, this isn't like an earth-shattering con to worry about, but it is something you definitely need to think about. This, this particular con does not apply if you've already got P3 adapters in your environment. So if your environment is already leveraging the polling capability with P3 adapters and their profiles and so forth, you can immediately upgrade to 9.5 patrol agents without having to go through any of these steps. Okay, um, at least not having to go through any of the steps from a pre-configuration perspective. Um, another con is you will not be able to take advantage of new capabilities in 9.5 until the rest of the environment is upgraded. Not just the the 9.5 integration service nodes, but um, the agents, the KMs and and everything, those all have to be upgraded as well in order to fully leverage the new capabilities in b 9.5. You will also have to configure monitoring multiple times as part of the upgrade process, okay? So first, assuming you don't have P3 adapters already in place, you're gonna have to configure all of that and then you're also going to have to come back, and, and you would do this anyway with, with an upgrade to 9.5, whether you're doing a migration or a server-first upgrade, you would do the second step as well. The point being is that you've got, you've got two configurations, significant configuration steps from a monitoring perspective to go through, whereas with a migration or a server-first upgrade, you, you would only go through this configuration one time following the second step here, leveraging Central Monitoring Administration and its policies. Okay, so some risks with Agent First Upgrade. These are the primary major risks to think about. Um, during the prerequisite configuration stage, meaning the stage where you configure the P3 adapters, you've got to think about disabling those P3 adapters Disable and, I'm sorry, not disabling, you've got to think about creating and enabling the P3 adapters and disabling the streaming of, of data from the agents in a synchronized manner. So in other words, you don't want the old environment to be configured such that it's pulling data through P3 adapters from a group of agents while it's also consuming streamed data through the old SA adapter from the same agents. So you need to think about the process you're going to follow to make sure that you, you know, minimize any overlap there and also minimize any downtime of data collection. Okay. And the same concept applies on the other end of the process when you are disabling the P3 adapters finally and enabling the monitoring policies and so forth through CMA. You basically don't want, duplicate data coming in, and you also don't want an extended period of time where you're not collecting data. So you need to think about synchronizing those steps as close as possible um, to minimize any risks in those areas. And those are really the major risks of this. There are some other risks to think about from just, you know, making mistakes in the configuration, um, not being certain of what you're doing with a P3 adapter and things like that. Okay? So, be aware of that. So now that the, the um, a few last tidbits here on uh, version-specific upgrades, these are some very high-level points to keep in mind. If you've got a BBPM 9.5 server, excuse me, a Bvpm 8.5 server, if that's what you're upgrading, you must first upgrade to one of the following minimum versions: either 9.0 SP1 or, not, or 8.6.02 SP3. Okay. Um, if you've got an 8.6 environment. Um, the BBPM 8.6 server must first be upgraded to at least SP3. We would recommend the latest service pack version. Um, keep in mind that BII for patrol 3 and 7 are both supported with 9.5 agents. So you can readily upgrade your server and um, your event flow processing and so forth is not going to be broken if you have BII 4PX in your environment. Keep in mind there is no CMA in BPPM 8.6. so There's no concern there regarding upgrading or management of policies from one version to the next. In 9.0, we'd recommend strongly that you first upgrade to at least SP1 before running the upgrade um, to 9.5. Monitoring policies in CMA with BPPM 9.0 will be upgraded. You must go through the process of validating those policies And keep in mind that new policy functionality is not included in the old policies. So, for example, um, filtering is not included in the old policies that were available in 9.0, okay? But certain monitoring policy capabilities were. So what wasn't in 9.0 is not going to get upgraded to 9.5. Now, some points on central monitoring and administration. Upgrades will upgrade CMA. The 9.5 repository is available only for BPM 9.5, so don't do some crazy thing like try to import the 9.5 repository into a 9.0 CMA and BPPM server. 9.0 patrol agents will use the applicable portions of 9.5 policies. So, for example, monitoring policies will work. Okay. Filtering will not work. Because filtering, a 9.0 agent doesn't know what to do with with filtering policies, okay? Do not attempt to import the BVM 9.5 repository into a 9.0 server. I already mentioned that. The BVM 9.5 repository contains patrol agents and KMs that are only compatible and applicable to 9.5 agents, okay? So it doesn't really make sense at all to try to import the 9.5 repository into a 9.0 BBPM server. Um, that, that just does not make sense. You cannot use policies in 9.0 on 9.5 patrol agents and KMs. It won't know what to do with them. Okay. Now, if they've been upgraded, it, it will work, but, the new ones, um, but but the old ones will not work. You cannot create policies for the 9.5 patrol agents and KMs. In 9.0 CMA, okay. Some general uh, considerations and recommendations, and then we'll close. If you're usually, if you're leveraging the scheduled downtime capability, be aware that um, that um, if scheduled downtime is in the future and the upgrade is completed before the scheduled downtime period starts, and this includes upgrading the patrol agents to 9.5 then instances monitored by the related patrol agents associated with the downtime will be converted to streamed instances, okay? There are some implications to that. Scheduled downtime will not be applicable to the related devices after the upgrade, and you'll need to go in and configure the appropriate blackout schedules um, for those scheduled downtimes. So there are some caveats here regarding scheduled downtime that you need to be aware of and some reconfiguration that you'll need to do even with an upgrade. If BBPM is integrated with Remedy ITSM Change Management, then the change management settings will need to be deleted and recreated in ITSM. And, and, and this is only the change management settings that are associated with the integration to BVPM. Okay. They'll have to be recreated so that the corresponding blackouts will be created automatically in 9.5. The reason for this is that the blackout capability and um, and, and the, the configuration and so forth in 9.5 is significantly different such that you've got to go through these processes um, to, to ensure that, that the configuration is properly in place when you've done an upgrade. A 9.5 integration service can be used with non-patrol data adapters and native collectors. So when you install the new environment or do an upgrade, you're going to see that uh, the ability to set up an adapter for the BMC portal, for TMR, and other external sources and so forth is is readily available in the product. A BUPM server upgrade will fail if extra event management components, such as an event management cell or something like that, has been... Uh, created on an existing BPPM server that you're upgrading. Okay? That, that's, you'd be going against best practice anyway if you had, in, had created a second integration, excuse me, a second event management cell on a BPM server. The only event management cell that should be there should be the one that's embedded as part of the install. The BPPM server upgrade process writes a lot of data and creates directories in the, in the existing BPPM server install directory. Okay? So you need to make sure that you have plenty of disk space available. I've already hit on this point previously, but I want to hit it again here. You need to make certain you have plenty of disk space available when you're doing an upgrade of a BPPM server. On Linux and Unix, if the existing BPPM server install directory is a mount point and not just a directory under a mount point, you may have problems associated with upgrade. the upgrade process is attempting to rename directories and so forth. We can help you get around those issues. We've had that happen in in at least one environment, so just be aware of that. And I've seen a number of customers create, you know, mount points for the top-level directory where, where BVPM and other applications are installed. It's kind of a standard I've seen for some customers. So if you're following a standard like that, you need to be aware of that point and get some help ahead of time to avoid any issues there. Um, ensure any virtual or alias host names are resolved in the network configuration. Otherwise the installer may not recognize the host names. Okay, so make sure that, that that's in, in place first. Kind of a general best practice anyway uh, for, for not just BPBM but lots of products. BBM um, 9.5 beta version installs, you can't upgrade from them. Okay? There is no upgrade from a pre 9.5 release version to the GA version. You just need to install the new GA version. You cannot upgrade a BVM server with a Sybase database um, to a BVM server with Oracle, an Oracle database or the other way around. Okay? And similarly we do not support database export import from and to Sybase to Oracle or the other way around. If you have to use the 9.0 version integration service nodes for older agents, older patrol agents, you should install the monitor, the monitor KM for self-monitoring of those services, okay? The monitor, the monitor KM does not, is not supported on uh, monitoring the new 9.5 integration service. It doesn't really need to be. That service um, is, is a very basic service. You can monitor it externally using a patrol agent KM operating. The, the, the patrol agent and the operating system knowledge module installed on the integration service host. Okay, That's one way to monitor it externally. And in addition to that, there's a lot of internal monitoring that we've already talked a lot about in the previous webinars. So you can leverage that level of monitoring and, and those capabilities with the 9.5 integration service nodes. And for the older integration service nodes, if you need to maintain them from, for some extended period of time, we'd recommend if you've not already done so, that you install the monitor, the monitor KM to monitor those guys. There is no, there are no known issues regarding upgrading in an environment that's leveraging Atrium single sign-on capabilities. The same is true for Blade Logic. Blade is already in place. There's no known issues there. Upgrades of environments that include non-patrolled data, such as TMR, SCOM, and things like that. We don't know of any issues regarding upgrades there either. Um, Be aware that upgrading an HA configuration requires a two-part upgrade. This is pretty obvious because, you know, HA from a BBPM server perspective is still an operating system clustering strategy. Okay. Um, So when you do an upgrade, you've got to upgrade the primary and then go back and upgrade the secondary as well. Uh, Some do's and don'ts, and then we'll close. Definitely plan to train users on the differences in the UIs, especially if you do an upgrade. They're going to need to know this information anyway, but if you're doing an upgrade, you're going to have um, differences in UI capability and behavior depending on what agent versions the user may be looking at at any one time. And they need to be aware of that so they're not confused about the functionality in the product and start thinking the product's broken when it's actually not. Okay? and it's really important because your upgrade and or migration strategy is going to take some period of time to completely implement. You can't just upgrade 5,000 agents all in one day. You know, it's going to probably take some customers months. If possible, avoid using BI for Patrol 3 or BI for Patrol 7. With the 9.5 agents, you can do that. There's no, nothing's going to break there. The general recommendation here is that you um, take advantage of the new technology. You know, start if, if you're going to install the new technology and, and leverage it, then then definitely configure for it and take advantage of it and, and plan on as soon as possible decommissioning the older technology so that you have less to manage and you can uh, enjoy the, the improvements and so forth. Avoid configuring the new technology to support the old technology. You know, as much as possible, avoid doing that. Um, you're not gaining any value by doing that. It may be necessary as an interim step, for example, doing um, an agent first upgrade because you want to get the agents upgraded um, in parallel as you as you learn, learn the new technology. Move to the 9.5 architecture and processes as completely as completely as possible, and avoid mix matched of old technology as much as possible. Continue to follow the pre-9.5 best practices when you're still having to support pre-9.5 components in the 9.5 environment. So, for example, if you've got a 9.0 integration service node reporting into a 9.5 server and you have to maintain that for some period of time, you need to follow the best practices for 9.5 integration services and, and the idea of leveraging an admin integration service node to bring in um, you know to, to create new adapters and anything like that that you might have to do in a scenario like that. Do not try to upgrade all agents in mass plan on working in blocks or groups of logical agents um, try to use do not try to use BI for patrol X with patrol 9.5 agents unless you have to for some reason and like in, a, in an interim stage with an 8.6 upgrade would be an example don't attempt to connect pre-9.5 patrol agents to a BBPM 9.5 integration service. Okay, that It's not supported. It's not going to work. It's just going to get rejected. That's all we have for this webinar from a content perspective. Um, again, these are the locations where you can find our best practices for 9.5. They're at the top and the product documentation. And also, there's a lot of information out on BMC communities. Um, you know, obviously the best practices are stored out there, but there's a lot of other, um, information and so forth that's available on the, the best practices as well. Um, and again, this, is, as, as all of our sessions are, will be recorded and posted, um, on BMC communities along with the answers and, and questions that have been submitted through the chat window, or excuse me, through the Q&A window in today's session. We very much appreciate you attending the session. Hope this has been valuable to you. Uh, Cedric,
1: back to you. All right, thanks, Hudson, and uh, thanks to everyone for attending, uh, no matter what time of day it may be for you. As Hudson reiterated, uh, we'll publish uh, the content and the recording, including the uh, Q&A information on our community site. We'll uh, do so within a day or two, um, and the Q&A may take a little bit longer. Uh, in addition to that, uh, several times during the presentation, we referenced the Amigo program. There is a uh, page on the uh, community site that references that as well. Uh, it will allow you to engage with our support team and some uh, engineering folks as needed to discuss the uh, the upgrade plans you guys have. Uh, thank you all again for attending, and uh hope you all have a good the rest of your day, night, or evening, wherever you may be. Thanks. Bye.